peace of our Lord be with you. Remember those who are in prison as though you were in prison with them. Remember those who are being tortured as though you yourselves were being tortured. It is hard to imagine a more clear call to a life of empathy and compassion than those words from this morning's epistle passage. A verse of scripture which on the page calls us in a very specific way to remember those who are in prison and then off the page, in a more general way, calls us to remember anyone who is struggling in any way as though we were struggling with them. A couple of years ago, the Holy Spirit to the extent that one can ever say such a thing, used that verse of scripture. Remember those who are in prison as though you were in prison with them to nudge me to go to a funeral and sign the register book on behalf of a friend of mine who was in prison. His grandmother, for whom he had been the primary caregiver throughout his teenage years, had died. And he was not able to be released from prison to attend her funeral. So I went to see him in prison to talk about it, and then with his blessing, I went to the service in his absence and signed the book on his behalf. One very small example of a somewhat literal way of remembering those who are in prison as though we were in prison with them. But then, there are the countless less literal ways we all embody the spirit of Hebrews 13.3 in our ordinary, everyday lives. For example, remembering those who live with chronic pain as though we were living with chronic pain pain might get us more involved in the many small but important kindnesses of caregiving. Remembering those who are living in poverty as though we were living in poverty 
might help us become more generous with our friendship, influence, energy, money, and time. Remembering those who are embarrassed and humiliated as though we were embarrassed and humiliated might cause us to become more thoughtful and less sarcastic. Remembering those who are new at school as though we were new at school might prompt us to invite a new student to our birthday party or lunch table. All of which is to say that remembering those who are struggling in any way as though we were struggling in that way will make us better Christians. I simply do not know a more simple way to put it than that. Remembering those who are struggling in any way as though we were struggling in that way will make us better Christians because it will make us more empathetic and compassionate. And being more empathetic and compassionate will change how we act and speak. Who we intentionally sit down with and stand up for. What we text, forward, email, and post on Facebook because we will be remembering those who are frightened or hurting, ridiculed or ashamed as though we were frightened or hurting, ridiculed or ashamed. Hebrews 13.3 Hebrews 13.3 is no more magic than any other verse of Scripture. But the truth is, if you get Hebrews 13.3 in your head and hold it in your heart, the Holy Spirit will use it to transform your life. We have been thinking this week of our two sisters in Jesus whose lives were taken from them and from us just four days ago in Durant, Mississippi. Sister Margaret Hale and Sister Paula Merrill. Let us pause for a moment to remember them. The only way they ever found their way to Holmes County, Mississippi, was because they were remembering those who were in need 
of kindness and care as though they themselves were in need of kindness and care. Back in the middle of the summer of 2016, when for a time there, from one week to the next, our nation and our world were visited by such great violence, death, and turmoil. I had an experience one day. I would like to say that it was a moment when the Lord told me something, but Knowing how manipulative that kind of over-easy God talk can become, I will discipline myself only to say that to the extent that one can ever say such a thing, I believe it was a word from God through the Holy Spirit. It was a word which rested upon and rose from Hebrews 13.3. In the midst of those days when the most basic of human differences were in the news and under a magnifying glass and surrounded by violence, I had this moment where I heard something. What I heard, as best as I can report it to you, was this. Chuck, because you happen to have been born on the advantaged side of every human difference you can name, you have a particular responsibility to remember those who were born on the other side of those human differences as though you had been born on the other side of those human differences. And that word from wherever it came has come to take a large place in my life. Hebrews 13.3 is no more magic than any other verse of Scripture. But the truth is, if we get this verse in our head and hold this verse in our hearts, the Holy Spirit will use it to transform our lives. Just think how much more thoughtful and kind and gentle and tender we would all be 
if we remembered those who are weary and exhausted as though we were weary and exhausted, if we remembered those who are bent low by despair as though we were bent low by despair, if we remembered those who have to get up every morning of their life to fight the same battle and face the same fears all over again as though we had to get up every morning of our lives, to fight the same battle and face the same fears all over again. Which, of course, some of us do. The truth is, most, if not all of us, need to be remembered as much as we need to be remembering. So think about this. If we all practice the spiritual discipline of Hebrews 13.3, then all of us will be remembering someone and someone will be remembering us. A small sign of the great truth that our Lord Jesus will never leave us or forsake us. Our Lord Jesus, remembering us in our pain as though He was with us in our pain, which He once was and still is and ever will be. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen.